two, one. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean. I am Vincent. And we are here to give you all of the news of everything relevant. Uh, we talk about Marvel, DC, comic book news, TV news, anime news, manga news, and anything else we can think about and we find interesting. So today's episode, very special episode for us, very themed episode, uh, it is going to be about the critically acclaimed newest release, new blockbuster cinematic universe in the making, the Mario movie. Uh, I think it's actually called the Super Mario Bros. movie. It's the Super Mario Bros. movie. Super Mario Bros. movie. The Mario movie is going to be something completely different. Sure. Um, so the Mario solo movie. Yeah, where it's just Mario, not Luigi. So uh, that's what today's topic is going to be. But we decided to make this entirely themed around Nintendo. Um, I recently had a trip up to New York City uh, due to some uh, business stuff. So I took a couple hours out of my day and I adventured around to some places that I haven't been to um, as an adult uh, and have free time. And the place that I really wanted to see uh, was Nintendo NYC. So for those who don't know uh, the history around uh, Nintendo in general in uh, America, um, and I guess around the world, because I guess this goes back to like pre, I want to say like pre-2005, where... All around the world, I believe, in like major, uh, in major cities, uh, in first world countries, uh, Japan would have uh, what used to be the best thing in the world. Uh, they used to have Pokemon centers around, uh, Pokemon centers uh, that would mirror what is in the modern day Pokemon Center uh, in Tokyo, and I think it's in Tokyo. I could be wrong. Excuse me. Uh, there is one in Tokyo. The Pokemon Mega, the Pokemon Center Mega Tokyo. Yeah. So there was a couple of Pokemon Centers, I believe, on the East Coast. One of them, the most relevant one, was the one in New York City. So it was in downtown Manhattan. And uh, it was the last Pokemon Center to go in the United States before they eventually converted it over to the Nintendo Store. So instead of it being Pokemon-focused, which, you know, the transition of people that grew up with Gen 1 becoming older and it not holding its relevance, um, although debatably now, I, I think it could have stayed. Um, but the, what they provided and what they imported, I don't think the sales made it. Uh, it was eventually converted into this Nintendo NYC is what it's called, uh, but it's a Nintendo store. <clears throat> so, uh, during my trip, I made the journey, which was like a, it was 20 minutes, uh, not 20 minutes. Yeah. It was about like a 15 minute walk to get to a, uh, comic slash manga store that I wanted to go to. And then three minutes from there, um, to, get to Nintendo NYC, and then, yeah, anyway, um, uh, <clears throat> the, I, I have a couple pictures that I showed Vincent, and, uh, 
just to like go through it in a way when I was there, uh, this was a, I believe it was a couple weeks or maybe a month prior to the release of the movie. Um, we can go through some of these pictures. I'll probably, I'll talk about the, the one bottom down or bottom up is what I'll probably do. Vincent. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds good. So, uh, as soon as you walk in, uh, for one, it's a two story building, uh, not huge space. You learn when you're in New York city that they make the most out of what they have. And some things have basements. Some things have the luxury of having a second floor, uh, but they cram as much as they can in such small space. Uh, so the first one are Mario boots, uh, which are made by Red Wing. Uh, these are one of ones that apparently were made in collaboration with the movie that they're never going to sell. Whether or not these boots actually fit someone's foot or will ever see uh, the existence outside of this case, uh, I have no idea. But they are insanely movie accurate. Um, what are your opinions? Would you wear Vincent? Uh I mean, I definitely would. I don't. They don't necessarily look the most comfortable, um, but I I would definitely give them a go. They are durable, natural leather, slip resistant shoes, made for it's- plumbers. It it's it's perfect. I'll I'll be able to go to every like, you know, plumbing job for myself in the future. <laughs> yeah, prepared. Um, so on the first floor, I didn't get a lot of pictures of this because there was way too many people, and taking pictures of people in New York is like sacrilege. So I just wanted to make sure that I was uh, dotting on my eyes and crossing my t's. Uh, on the first floor is pretty much just the store store. The entire thing is a store with merchandise and everything like that. But the first floor uh, was pretty basic. Uh, it had a couple displays that had a couple uh, demo switches. Um, so I was told by my brother, who had gone a couple weeks prior to me, that there was apparently a display for Breath of the Kingdom that was supposed to be coming up. But due to the uh, preparation and the hype for... The Mario movie, they wanted to put all of the uh, Mario-related games out on display. So, uh, sadly, I missed that if that was actually going to be a thing. Uh, But on the first floor, there were like three switches across the front uh, that had demos that you could play. Um, I'm pretty sure some of these even had full games that you could play. uh, Just loaded on, uh, but of course you couldn't take the switch. Uh, they had a bunch of merchandise that I wish I could have grabbed. Uh, they had Nintendo shirts. They had uh, it, pretty much just like everything said Nintendo, but it was in a cool color. Uh, sometimes it'd have Japanese text on it. Uh, some Mario stuff. Uh, I couldn't get to see past a certain point because there were so many people in line. Um, but there was a bunch of Nintendo paraphernalia, shorts, T-shirts, everything that you can technically buy online. But there was something about actually being in the Nintendo store that just felt... I don't know, nostalgic, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Uh, there was also a lot of Nintendo NYC stuff, which you could only get from the Nintendo NYC store or uh, that part of the, uh, I believe, the website. Uh, all good quality stuff. I don't know who they partnered with, uh, but if it wasn't for like my time constraint, I would have definitely spent a lot more time looking at stuff and maybe even buying it. Um, but uh, they have a bunch of like 
I don't know if they're one-to-one scale characters, but there's like a Bowser coming outside the wall. They also say like, don't touch him or climb him or sit on Bowser. Um, a giant DK barrel that um, had some buttons on it that apparently made like lights and sounds from different characters. Um, and I couldn't get a very good picture of this. Uh, but there you can see, Vincent, you can kind of see it in the background. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the Toad and Luigi and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it was like a little mushroom, like a little mushroom kingdom garden type of thing in the middle there. Um, it had like pro- it had like the pipes and everything like that. And if you look at the Mario picture of him on the pole, uh, it was it, that that was the top and then the base was where Luigi was. <clears throat> Interesting. So just a lot of statues that are probably never going to see uh, like the air of NYC ever. Uh, besides whatever comes in from the outside but like really detailed statues you'll see it like if you you can skip to like the link one it's just amazing detail uh done by the people um and if you go to uh, on the stairs they have some uh there's some led screens that have um some splatoon stuff splatoon 2 uh out being out of course uh, the Splat Kids are uh, a mainstay character for Nintendo now, so they want to show them off as much as possible. Uh, there was <clears throat> so once you go up the stairs, which is a spiral staircase, um, more like a rectangular staircase because it was like in a square. Um, once you get to the second floor, it is pretty pretty great. Um, I wish I had gotten more pictures, but. Um, when you get to it, uh, the first thing you'll see is this giant display case um, that has, like, a bunch of Nintendo consoles. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, they have, like, a bunch of exclusives in there. They also have a bunch of old retro consoles in there just to, like, show, like, Nintendo from the beginning till now. Oh, I honestly I honestly was, like, super taken aback by it because, like, some of the stuff was, like, I wish I would have bought that. Like, that that was an exclusive that I just didn't have the money for, like, because I was younger and everything like that. Um, and then if you go to the left um, from the stairs, um, the first thing you'll actually see is this giant Splatoon gun. Uh, and... Vincent can see in the picture, it is insanely game accurate and it's humongous. I can only imagine how it would feel to wield this thing. Um, it also had like a little card that described it. Uh, also did the boots. The boots also had that, but it was just, I don't know, it's interesting. Like you see it and you're just like, what is that? As if you're not coming, like being a Nintendo fan and everything. I uh, love, I love the Kirby's. Yeah. Screaming in pain. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what I was going to say before is that um, Kino... <laughs> yes, dog. Uh, Kino Kunia, um, which is a the world's... Lo- uh, not the world's, New York's largest manga store. Uh, they actually had Kirby's that you could put on your head. Uh, so oh. it looked like he was nomming on your head. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, viewers, please excuse the dog. Uh so if you look at the Splatoon stuff, uh, the Splatoon, uh, you have the little, uh, I think there's like a manga back there or something like that. And then you had like the stuffed animals and everything like that, or the stuffed mm-hmm. squids and stuff. Um, that little Kirby area, that's actually the Kirby section. Uh, to the left, there were some shirts and uh, I think some sweatpants uh, that you can get of Kirby. 
and then also it was like corner. It, there was like a corner, and then to the left of that uh, was some Samus stuff for Metroid. Uh, yes, you could get a plush. Uh, you could get a plush Metroid, uh, and he could nom your head. Uh, they also had Animal Crossing stuff, uh, and then uh, if you see the link. Uh, the, there was a Link statue there, uh, and then the Link statue was uh, to show the Legend of Zelda area, which there were a ton of uh, amazing shirts there that I wish I got more pictures of. Uh, but all official Nintendo uh, paraphernalia, of course. Pretty awesome. Uh, and then there was a pretty bigger section that was supposed to be for Pokemon, but it was just plushies of the starters and, like, Gengar and Pikachu and everything like that. So I didn't think it was that important. But the thing that like really took me away was once you got past where the display was of the Nintendo consoles, there was this giant open area that mm -hmm. had, uh, if you're familiar with Nintendo NYC in any capacity, you'll notice that this gi there's a giant screen there that they usually, uh, during directs is where people will go. Uh, if you ever see the Nintendo NYC store reacts, this is the same TV that they do. Like whenever there's a, there was there was a Smash character announced, uh, any big oh. announcements on Direct and everything like that. Yeah, they would move these away, uh, these uh, these little demos. So in that area, there's a, there's like four besides the screen that the TV's on, which is like the master screen, and then it has two controllers, and people can play uh, Mario Kart on there, right? They can do a versus battle or just race against each other or whatever. Uh, there are four standing displays that on either side have a switch or a switch light that have demo games in them as well. Uh, like I said, most of them were uh, Mario games uh, for the movie. Uh, but yeah, no, so they move most of these stands away. And uh, if you can imagine it a little more, this is where all the people react to like the Nintendo announcements in New York in the store. Oh. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, one of the cooler things that I thought that I saw uh, is the uh, I promise I'll get to the the your your little brain scratcher that I know you were trying to talk about earlier. Uh, they had a display of the switch, uh, not switches, the amiibos. So if I was looking at this with Kenneth and James, and they we looked at all of these, and they I'm pretty sure this is every single amiibo. That has been released. It is. I all, wouldn't be surprised. It is all the Smash Amiibos. It even has some exclusive Amiibos. If you look at the one picture, it has like the Gold Mario and Silver Mario and some of the earlier ones. And then oh, they like, got Steve and Alex. And yes. Minecraft Steve and Alex. Uh, they even have some of the. James was quick to point this out. They have the Amiibo cards, the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards. Oh, which yeah. apparently were pretty rare at the time of the release. Uh, some of the Shovel Knight ones, and they even had like the vehicle ones for Mario Kart. Um, I just thought it was cool. It was an amiibo table. Uh, yeah, no. I just wish I had all of those. You know what I mean? Yeah, for um, sure. And then the thing that caught my eye, because mostly people were just talking to it, there was this like... If you ever go to Nintendo NYC, I'm pretty sure it's going to stay up for a while. There was this thing where you could, it's it's called the Talk to Mario and Luigi. And it was like this, 
like stand from like as if you're like on a talk show, and it was like half a warp pipe that you stood behind. Stood be, stood behind. Sorry, and you could talk to Mario, uh, and apparently you could talk to Luigi as well. I only saw people talking to Mario, but you just like have a conversation with him, and he'll respond to like certain words said to him, and it's cool, but also kind of creepy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a Siri thing, uh, but kids loved it. Um, kids were just like asking Mario things here and there. Like if you ask about games, what his favorite sport is, different things like that. That's like what he responds to. So, ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have a conversation with Mario? No, uh, I was taking a bunch of pictures, and all the parents were just staring at me. So I decided to leave. So. No, I did not have a conversation with Mario, sadly. Uh, next time I am up there, which should be in a couple months-ish, uh, I'll be sure to have one and ask him about you, Vincent. Better ask him what his opinion is on Tears uh, of the Kingdom. Tax fraud? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I also, uh, kind of unrelated, but also part of my trip, I said that I went to Kinokunya. Uh, Kinokunya is a pretty big bookstore in Japan. Uh, the top floor, the second floor, is a manga, an amazingly huge manga store, uh, a manga section. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff. Uh, the first floor is more for like actual books and non-weeby stuff. And then the first floor was for all of the weebs because it is a Japanese floor that has like Japanese calligraphy, books, uh, they, if you know anything about ki- of Kuno Kinokunya, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Kinokunya, sorry. Kunya. I accept your apology. Kinokunya. Thank you, Vincent. Uh, uh, the thing about Kinokunya, it is one of the only places in America that's still getting weekly Shonen Jump uh, sent to it. So oh. they they get weekly Shonen Jump in uh, every every week when it would actually be released. Uh, you can buy it. Uh, they get JoJo magazine. I was actually, uh, I wanted to grab it, but the line was crazy, so I didn't feel like waiting. Uh, they get a monthly jo- They get the, the JoJo magazine in. Uh, tons of shonen related things. They had stuff from like Common Rider and like Sentai and Toku related things. They had so many Godzilla things that it just was crazy. Uh, and like Evangelion and giant monster related things. I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, they also had some Nintendo related things, mostly like plushes and stuff like that. But yeah, that was, uh, that was my trip to New York. Uh, I thought it was pretty relevant since we were, I was going to go up there. Um, and we were going to be talking about the Mario movie today. So, uh, if you're ever in NYC or if you are from NYC, you can probably, uh, tell how valid I was talking about everything. Um, but yeah, um, there is, uh, another thing before we can get into the topic that we could talk about. Um, we talked about it a little bit, um, but Tears of the Kingdom had its final trailer. Yes. So, yeah, um, I'm just going to put it out there. I think Ganondorf is going to be a good guy in this one. Really? You think? I was talking to a guy at GameStop, which, you know, 
most intellectual conversations start at GameStop with the employees. Sure. So I was talking to him, and we were talking about how Nintendo properties are like wrapping up stories and like they're going full circle and everything. He was talking about Metroid Dread and everything like that in that story. And he was talking about how um, it kind of seems like Nintendo's doing the same thing with Legend of Zelda because Legend of Zelda, like uh, Breath, not Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Breath of the Wild was put at like the bottom of the timeline chronologically. Yes. And if we saw anything from the trailers for Tears of the Kingdom, which is a direct sequel to Breath of the Wild, we see that it looks like Link is in Skyloft. It kind of seems like this is the precursor to Skyward Sword in a way. You know, the ground has the ground's been tainted with demise uh, yes. and malice and stuff like that. Uh, so the city, the, like the remnants of Hyrule, has to flee to the sky, and that's like that's literally the story of Skyloft. Um. Also, things about like the ancient hero in Breath of the Wild, kind of looking at, kind of looking like the Ganondorf that we saw uh, in the final trailer. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like his giant sword and like the way that he is, like kind of built, the way that he holds his hair and everything like that. Um. Yeah, it's it's an interesting theory. Um, I also think it'd be a good turn from what we expect. You know what I mean? We've never, it's not that I would say like a evil link would be cool, but it would really turn away from the destined good and evil that Legend of Zelda has kind of shown us. Like if anybody's ever named Ganon or Ganondorf, we know that he's the villain, right? Mm -hmm. Or at least the world should know because most of the time they're all like reincarnated from the previous evil person. You know what I mean? Like evil dictator or whatever. So if that's true, then I just think that it would be interesting for us to see what if Ganon wasn't, he's, it's not like a, it's it's a nature versus nurture type of thing. Like, Maybe not Link becomes evil, but Ganon tries to fight it, or Ganon doesn't go with what his destiny type of, type of thing is. You know what I mean? Very yeah. anime esque, um, with the way that it would go. But I think it'd be cool. Yeah, there. I mean, there have been other things that like point to like this being like a timeline thing and a like the precursor to something or the end of something uh in the the symbol for the game itself there's the ouroboros um yes uh the snake eating its own tail um and that could just like you know point to the whole like you know demise cursing everyone and like skyward sword could be the end and then also the beginning. Yes. Uh, always. Um, which, which is very confusing if they want to make any games set after it, but, you know. It's a different timeline. Uh, yeah. Well, that was another thing that we were talking about. We were like, well, how do they make more games? And I was like, you just put it in between, like, before Breath of the Wild, after whatever was the latest one in the timeline. Yeah. No, exactly. 
But yeah, I'm super excited. As somebody who's beaten Breath of the Wild and has spent multiple hours just like messing around in the environment, I'm interested to see what's going to be new and what's going to be more entertaining than the last game. Yes. Uh, also, what that hand do? Yeah, I'm... <laughs> yeah! Like, Shadow Link? Also, some people were talking about this before in when we were, when we were originally speculating stuff for Breath of the Wild, uh, and when Tears of the Kingdom first trailer came out. Twilight Realm? If this is where all timelines converge on Breath of the Wild, the Twilight Zone, the Twilight Realm, it probably exists, right? Yeah, there's a chance that we're going to see the Twilly in here. Um, there's also, like, you know, in the trailers themselves, you can see on certain characters, including Ganondorf, um, glowing crystal tears. Yes, um, the new collectible. Which are all in different colors and seeming and seemingly sort of corresponding to like the hero medallions from Ocarina of Time from all of the different uh dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um and also people uh if you remember the quest line to find like the eighth legendary hero for the Gerudo tribe um for the statue. Yeah. On that eighth statue there is a red uh diamond uh like just mm. thing emblazoned there on the statue with a tear what if on it? what if Kenendorf was the original hero what if he was the original guardian like what if oh, that'd be so interesting maybe were the bad well i just think it'd be interesting like it's it's a very like what 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 am i thinking of Maybe like, this Ganondorf is actually an old relative of what will become Groose. Groose? That is Groose. King Groose? No, Groose from Skyward Sword. You know, Red Pompadour. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Uh, I think uh, we should move on to the movie. Right? Yeah. All right. So before we get into it, uh, we're going to do our infamous rating scale that hasn't caught on yet. Um, how many mushrooms? How many times would you rewatch this? Uh, I'd, I'd rewatch this plenty of times. I'd, I'd easily give this like... What, how many mushrooms out of how many mushrooms are we doing? Uh, out of five mushrooms? You... I'd give it four out of five mushrooms. How many times would you rewatch it if you had to give it a number? At least four times. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, I'd say I'd say I'd watch it like two or three times, rewatch it again. Um, mm-hmm. I actually was just rewatching it uh, the other day, so oh. yeah, look at that. Um, so yeah, the Super Mario movie. Um, not the Mario movie, not the Mario Brothers movie. Uh, not the Smash Brothers movie, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. Do you want to do you want to give us a little introduction? Uh, in how we get to, uh, how, how do we get to everything? What what happened? For, for sure. Well, 
if any of you have seen the original live action Super Mario Brothers movie, they completely rehash the plot on how they get to uh to the Mushroom Kingdom where uh Mario and Luigi are actual plumbers. Yes. Uh we're greeted right at the start with a amazing commercial um that they made uh showing off their Italian accents for like the 10 seconds that they're actually Italian accents <laughs> in the movie and yes. then we just find out that it was a ploy. Um it was fake. And honestly, probably for the best. Um and then you know some time passes they have some plumbing jobs we actually get to see them plumb we're met by their by their family which is just filled with references um there's so many so many references in this movie that's one of the reasons why i feel so safe about like saying oh yeah i'd rewatch this like four times because honestly i feel like every single time i watch it i will see a new reference yeah i think it was really crazy i i, I brought it i brought it up to you um i saw this with kenneth and james and i was sitting in the middle so it was like literally just pointing random stuff out like you get in the first literally the first like what 30 seconds you after besides the fact like you know mario then the mario brothers rap and everything like that you get uh it right in it's a it's the knockout pizzeria right obvious yeah. uh reference to uh knockout little mac um and that's that's just the beginning and i think it's it was such a it was such a great introduction yeah. so what were you to expect mario and luigi's grandfather is jump man I I can't get around the fact that all of them kind of just look like they're related to Luigi and Mario's the redheaded stepchild, like the uncle. Definitely Luigi's dad, but definitely not. <laughs> kind of just looks like him. But yeah, you know, um, they end up getting a special plumbing job where like the streets of New York are getting flooded. Um, Oh, and is. so they didn't get it. Mario well, was just no, like, Ma Mario just Mario said, took it. He's like, like he's like this, this is our chance. He said, I don't know this. why We're he said this it. is our chance. You know, they they fix they fix plumbing, not like sewer plumbing. They're not employed by the city. But um, I mean, he did know he he did know what to do. It's just you Yeah, know. no, he knew what to do. Um and so they uh go into the sewers to try to fix an issue, and then they end up finding a hole much deeper than they expected going down to weirder and weirder pipes, and they find a special green pipe that just steals Luigi away. Mario follows, and it's a warp pipe that takes them into the magical world of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Um, Which is literally what happened with... The Mario movie, outside of the fact that it was what Princess Daisy that they went to rescue. Yes, yes, not Peach. Uh, Daisy, who is not a character that we actually see, which is funny. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure um, if we should go through. I like what we've done the last couple of times we've talked about things. Uh, points. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So instead of us boring you guys with a recap of the movie, although, you know, we're, we have some pretty good voices to do so. Um, Wahoo. We really should be going uh, and getting down to 
some really hard hitting questions. Um, which, uh, you know, think about for one second. Uh, the, the execution of it all was amazing. Just to, just to put it out there, go watch it. You know, we're going to talk about things here. Spoiler alert. Um, but it's just, uh, first of all, the, 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 the turnaround from people saying that they were so disappointed for the fact that they were using big names instead of, uh, like good voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. I, I think a lot, a lot of it has to do with the fact that Jack Black throughout the summer's best single. Um, but even besides that, I didn't hate Chris Pratt as Mario. Um, I really kind of forgot it was him playing it most of the time. I'm not sure if I would have liked the obnoxious, like, faked Italian accent. You know what I mean? No, I, I think it honestly was very, very smart and clever of them to have just put the Italian accent in one little bit with the trailer and be like, oh, yeah, it's it's just to help, like, push sales with the advertisement. Yeah, it's um, a super smart way of them to be like, yeah, we're not going to make them do it the entire time. Um, it, I was honestly like, just, it, there were plenty of people that I was like, this is just a safe bet. This they're going to do good. Like I knew Charlie day was going to knock it out as Luigi. He's fantastic. Jack black is Jack black. He's going to do good in almost every single role that they cast him in. But yeah. some of them, I was honestly like pretty surprised by it, that. Like, you know, I didn't realize, Oh, this person can both voice act and regular act mm-hmm. because those two, those two things are honestly very very different um like chris pratt's mario chris pratt did a great job as mario it was very fun Mm -hmm. uh i completely forgot the entire time that it was keegan michael key as toad um (laughs) fred like you know seth rogan was literally just himself doing donkey kong but it worked out very well i honestly loved the fact and was laughing very, very hard uh, when he just did the Seth Rogen laugh. When um, he, I was waiting for it. As soon as we got introduced to Donkey Kong, I was just like, I'm waiting for it. And when they got into the I battle, was, I, that's literally, we went down to see James that weekend, and that's literally all we did in between sentences. We were just like, <laughs> And it made me really happy. I mean, I, I love Seth Rogen. He's fantastic. He's funny. And it just sort of worked out. But the person that I like the two roles, honestly, that I didn't expect to steal the show as much as they did were uh, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson playing comic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who I think honestly is probably the most standout character in the entire movie is Fred Armisen doing Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely have to agree. I didn't know that it was John DiMaggio who did Uncle Arthur. That's amazing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have to. I definitely have to agree. They, although people had their skepticisms, me included, uh, just because it was just a big celeb cast. Um, I was. I think everybody fit in really well. Um, I am very disappointed this was not live action because I still think it would have been really funny to see all these people. Uh, in costumes. Hey, I mean, just watch some of the, like the press tour stuff for 
for it. And like anytime Jack Black is doing anything, he was basically in character the entire time. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, and then they 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 had him bust out of singing guns. Uh, oh my god! Peaches is uh, the number one hit. It might uh, get an Emmy. Yeah, it might. It might solve world it, peace. Um, also, baby. also, Kari Payton is Penguin King. I was just like, oh, this is so great. I was watching when I was rewatching this. I was just like, yeah, you definitely don't think that he's gonna win, but he has the gusto. Do you yield? <laughs> Do you yield? Ah, oh, yeah. The comedy was so good. I've not been. I don't really go to movies that I think are going to be funny. Yeah. Um, or like comedy specific movies in mm-hmm. theaters. That's not really something I do. I usually try to like wait for those um so that I can just like sit at home and watch them with my friends. Yeah. Um that being said, this movie it it was definitely a un- a much more unique experience than I realized it would be. Having so many people in a theater just laughing all together. Mm-hmm. Um and like I don't think I don't really think any joke per se like overstayed its welcome or any character really like was overdoing it for stuff. I can't really think of any moments like that. Uh, There were definitely characters that I wish like had like just a little bit more screen time like Luma. Every single time Luma was on screen, it was hilarious. Um, Having I was having this small child just like throughout the most dark quotes known to mankind like the hope uh much like time is just an illusion like who who are you yeah i the luma as soon as i saw it i think we saw it in the trailer first right it was one of the trailers um i was just like oh yeah i was just like oh my gosh (laughs) i was just like we're gonna do this (laughs) um the only hope is the sweet release of death the, and also, uh, this we were talking about this. This is a kids' movie, right? Wasn't this PG? Yeah. Um, it's PG, yeah. It was rated PG. Um, you know how many times they said death in this movie, or kill? Uh, Fresh or, meat for the grinder. Yeah, like I, we were talking yeah. about it. We were just like, this is not. This is this does not meet the rating system at all. The rating system is changing, honestly. If, there's if been one there's F- a lot of stuff that like has gotten through lately. If two f bombs equals an R rating, this movie should be like PG thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. I really uh the action the action in this movie the the initial what we got initially when we first got to the Mushroom Kingdom I was just like okay great graphics. Uh, everything seems to be pretty smooth, you know. Of course, like this being an animated movie, they made sure everything was smoothed over. But at the same time, like looking at it from a perspective of like the movie quality in general, and like how they could do scenes, like with choreography, I should say, um, mm-hmm. I, I do think uh, they did a really good job with the way that everything should look. Um, Mario being like he's he's kind of like a what I guess like comparatively he's he's the short guy yeah um which i i really didn't see it until he stood up against like his boss i forget the guy's name um i think you just said it right um 
against his boss? His boss. Mario and Luigi. Oh, you boss. mean the... the I forget what the, his, I forget the construction what his worker? Yeah, he he's from one of the games. I forget his name. Uh, Spike. Foreman yeah, Spike. Spike. Foreman Spike. Um, I was just like, oh, this guy's just huge. And then, like, he was next to his mom, and I was just like, oh, wait, maybe he's short. <laughs> yeah, no. Mario's always been the short one. Yeah. Um, but the... The action in this movie, the the choreography, everything that was put into that, um, I, I really loved it. I loved it when we saw uh, <laughs> it was like a Mario Maker level uh, when at, at the very start, with yeah, the, when, with Peach and everything. I was just like, yeah, no, this oh. is like a tutorial level. Oh, what were you talking about? And, and well, I mean that as well. That's that's good. And then also like them going to their first job at the um at the apartment with the dog oh yes um, quite literally and then, like like literally just flat this is a mario level um yeah no 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 the action in that sorry i should have started with that the just that scene in general it sets a good bar for what to expect from this movie because it's such yeah. it's a it's a small area um and the the amount of things happening throughout all of it um, is really impressive. So absolutely. Um, but when it came to the actual platforming, like when Peach is training Mario, also Haha got smaller, and uh, he doesn't like mushrooms. Apparently, was that always a character trait of Mario? Uh well, I'm. I don't. I don't know. There. There was. Um, there were a couple. Like you know old like threads and forums and stuff being like oh mario uh the reason why mario grows big from eating the mushroom isn't because he likes them or because the mushrooms are powerful or something it's just because he's allergic um Mm, i mean but i i don't know maybe it was just like you know a plot device that they used to like have it be funny or like so show some kind of like ah he's gonna make change and he's gonna change himself uh, to be better and different because he can eat mushrooms now. Um, but, you know, that's a little weird. Uh, it's, it's a interesting character trait to give him. It's kind of just like, yeah, or it's it's like a, it's like a if they made Luke, if they gave Luke like a fear of heights, it's just like ah, but you're great at f- fight flying a fighter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. But yeah, no, when when we got into that scene, uh when we saw Peach going through the level, I was just like, wow, like this this is really cool. But my favorite one, uh I think you have you might attest to this, uh is the Donkey Kong uh not the fight scene, but when him and Donkey Kong are going through uh into the Mushroom Kingdom. Going through and into the Mushroom Kingdom. Yes, when they after they have come back uh what is it they come back and then they get to the front of the mushroom kingdom the koopas already invaded and everything like that oh uh, and they're like scaling the walls and everything like that Mar- um mario gets the tanuki suit and <laughs> fire Donkey their, Kong. their chemistry is so funny just firing at each other constantly it goes from being like very angry uh, and you know, like I really don't like you two being more rivalry by the end of it. Like Donkey, um, it's literally it's as like soon as nice he suit. Really? No. It's just like I won't tell anybody. He's just like good. All right, what was it? He yeah. said like 
Uh, <laughs> sometimes they were very mean. What the one you're talking about? The dad one? Is yeah, he was just like sometimes. So, he's like my dad. So he's like, my, my dad d- thinks I'm a failure. Is what Mario says, and then Donkey Kong out of nowhere because they were having this like really touching moment. Yeah, it was a heart to heart. Trying to like have a heart to heart with him. He's like, sometimes my dad thinks I'm a failure, and then Donkey Kong just like turns his head around. It's like your dad was fucking right. <laughs> he doesn't swear, but you know, he's like, your dad, dad was, was right. right. Yeah, he just so many jabs at Mario. It's so funny and like it's so relentless. It's definitely a thing that I feel like Seth Rogen has done in movies before. Uh, he's definitely played that type of character or like just shot like just like fires off random insults like that and it just sticks so well. Um mm-hmm. God, I wish they could drop a couple of bombs in this movie, it'd be so funny. Um But yeah, and to the pinnacle of all the action, of course, is the final fight scene with uh Bowser. Um They've really put an emphasis, uh, to bring the story back into it, they really put an emphasis on the star, right? Like, that's the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, isn't there more? Is there just one? Is it gone now? I don't, I don't mean to bring up the possibilities of the next movie, but, like, that, that scene was amazing, but it also just made me think, like, where's the star? Did it go away? Um... I honestly have no idea because we've seen. Um, we so that wasn't actually like a power star. That was just a star like power up. Yes, right. Um, and it, they might there be are making these. They might be putting these one in like taking them hand in hand. But yeah, go on. Yeah, there are like some like things that people have been talking about online that and like might go in with like you know the sequel. Um, and maybe more about like where Peach is actually from, um, because the backstory that we're given from her is that she just shows up. Um, yeah. And on like baby Peach, uh, you see embroidery that isn't normally there of like stars and moons. And in the original in Mario 64. Uh, when you save Peach at the very end. Mm-hmm. She is she shows up after transforming from the final power star that you get from say from uh, beating Bowser um, mm. and Peach herself might be from space, which could lead us to Rosalina or something like that. Hmm. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. There's, there's <clears throat> definitely like places to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm, I, I'm just, dabbling along with the fact that like they made it such a big thing and like Bowser gets it for what Bowser would have got it for what they got it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. He's like, I have unlimited power. Yeah. That's like a, that's a measly threat, but it's true. I guess, I guess it'd depend. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, if we want to just all in all the movie, super great, super good. Definitely would watch again. Um, May do you have any? Uh, I want to move on to talking about future stuff. Do you do you have anything else you want to talk about uh, in the movie? Just as one more thing. Those? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, there there have been people, and I like I, I somewhat agree with it. The plot itself, and this is one of the reasons why I I don't think this is like you know a perfect movie, or I could give it a higher score than a four <coughs> out of five. 
um, yeah. is that the plot is just super, super basic. It's not really there. Um, and <laughs> the movie itself, the movie itself moves pretty fast. I mean, it is only like an hour and a half long, which is what, you know, movies used to like that used to be long for a movie, you know, yeah. um, nowadays we're used, we're getting closer and more used to things that are like two, two and a half hours, sometimes three hours long. Um, yeah, three is becoming, more but this, I think for what this <coughs> is and what they made it, made this movie for, I don't think they made it, made this movie for that. They made this of, uh, or made this movie for having like an insanely good plot or anything like that. They made this movie for fans and made this movie to be a fun movie. And yeah. also if for that kids. was like all, yeah. And for kids. And if that's all they were, all that like is the gradable stuff on this and like all that people cared about when making a review, I think this would be a perfect movie in that case. Cause they, if they, they were trying to make a fun movie and they hit it out of the park. Yeah, I I definitely have to agree. I think a more intricate plot would honestly bring it down, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Like, making it too detailed. Like, they hit all of the... I feel like they hit all of the things that they wanted to. They brought nostalgia back for people. Like, the older crowd definitely got nostalgia. The people in the middle, I'd say like us, are, are like the middle grounders, where we play the games, we know some of the media, we know the memes... And, like, we really enjoyed the movie for what it was, right? It didn't have to be any more convoluted or complicated. Like, Mario and Peach are somehow related because she fell from a stork that came from Mario's house or some stupid thing like that, right? One, two, three. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just accidentally hit the LEDs off of my keyboard, and then I didn't know what the max was, so I just kept doing it. Um, yeah, so... it. It hit all of the marks for people, for kids that just know what Mario is because, like, they know the video games and stuff like that. I feel like it was definitely a cool movie. Enough of those jokes that we recognize, but they won't until they're probably our age or a little bit younger. Um, a la, like, cartoons and cartoon showrunners putting in, like, subliminal messages here and there. Um, mm -hmm. But, no, I definitely think it hit the mark. I definitely think it... Nintendo... Um, Nintendo did a good thing here. If what did we say? What was the video game movie that really subverted expectations and kind of broke the curse? What did we assume that was? What did we say that was? Sonic. Sonic, yes. Sonic definitely did that. Um, Mario's definitely holding it in its own footsteps, although in a different way because that there wasn't a live action movie. This is a fully animated movie. That's um, true. So and feel, yeah, it's opened doors for like more stuff. Because the Tears of the Kingdom team themselves have said that they are interested in making a Zelda movie based off of the the like you know the how well the Mario movie did. Yeah, and I feel like that kind of that kind of just leads into the next the next bunch of topic, which is like um, the future. Um, so uh, bl blame me for all this. Life is crazy. Uh, we're recording this half of the uh, episode a pretty much a month afterwards. Um, sorry about the delay. Um, but we have already gotten confirmation that Nintendo has made their own studio uh, that they're going to be greenlighting all of their future projects on uh, underneath the studio. Um, and it's kind of already showing what they are trying to do. Like, they're not playing around anymore. Um, 
I guess before we get into what the massive Nintendo multiverse could entail, um, God, I don't even want to think about adding another subscription service that's based around <laughs> Nintendo stuff. Um, but uh, the obvious next movie that we can kind of uh, insinuate from everything that happened in the post credit scene uh, is Mario 2, Super Mario Movie 2, Super Mario Bros. 2, um, which apparently is going to involve Yoshi. And yes. that's all we know. How much of a movie can we get out of Yoshi? You know what I mean? Is it a, him trying to find his family? Um, Mario and Luigi, Mama Luigi raising him? Hopefully. Um, yeah. Um, I guess just well, like throwing out some thoughts. Yoshi's Island is a movie that cannot, I guess, canonically happen unless it's like a different timeline. Um, unless, because, oh, oh my gosh. Also, Baby Mario. that Baby Mario and Luigi. Amazing cameos, just saying. To, the same character, but they're pretty much their mm-hmm. own characters. It's true. Um, they, those are great. Him beating up the kid. Oh, my God. Just amazing. Um, I wish a two-year-old would do that to me. Um, so, yeah, I, so the next movie involving, what, what do you think it could be? Obviously involving Yoshi. What, besides Bowser, because what happened to Bowser? Bowser just got beat up and then exploded, right? He got beat up, put through a pipe and exploded. That's what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So, um... I would say like trap. And then he got put. He got put in a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, he, a, they gave him the. They put him in a jar. They put him in the jar. Oh no, <laughs> not the jar. Um, yeah, no. Um, Bowser getting out. His army trying to get him. Um, what else? Um, Bowser doing. Uh, them getting Bowser, I I mean, who do you think would be uh, the kids? The kids breaking out their dad. Do you think it's that? Yeah, yeah, we could totally see like a Bowser Junior. Bowser Junior, we could see Larry, Roy, the Koopa Kids, Larry, Roy. I would l- I would love Larry to be in a movie. Let me, yeah. I think it'd be fun to have. Oh, this would okay. This would be like a fifty. This they could do so many things. Here's my pitch: a uh, because Mario and Luigi are now living in the Mushroom Kingdom, right? Like they they just mm-hmm. work pipe to work or whatever. Um, yeah. A mysterious darker Mario with a paintbrush is causing havoc across the Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom, and people mm-hmm. think it's Mario. Uh, masquerading and seemingly working with. The, the Koopa Kingdom, uh, who's that are still in full force despite the fact that Bowser has been taking, uh, taken um, and is trying to recapture what was rightfully theirs. Getting Bowser, dominating uh, what I would hope would be... Um, what's the... What is the place? It's on the tip of my tongue. Um... Delfino Plaza, mm-hmm. a, a beach-like area. Uh, they brought up a couple of the other locations uh, in the movie. I don't think any of them was though, like a location similar to Delfino Plaza. But 
like a tropical area, maybe a place that they're vacationing. Uh, it could be that instead of the Mushroom Kingdom, give it the different scenario. Like they're vacationing in Delfino Plaza, like the two of them and maybe Peach. Uh, and then this mysterious like Mario lookalike is causing havoc and the Koopa kids uh, seem to be allying themselves with him. Like, I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. And then eventually, you know, it's Bowser Jr. So, uh, and then, you know, Yoshi. Yoshi's there. So, that's what I got. Absolutely. Um, but for... Since Nintendo is making their own studio, we can assume that Nintendo is going to partner with a streaming service or buy one out eventually uh, and create (laughs) the Nintendo Cinematic Universe and be creating shows and series based off of their IPs. So (sighs) we'll get to the big one at the end. We already know what we're going to be talking about there. The main IPs that Nintendo has that are the home the home run hits Legend of Zelda new game uh, as the time that we were finishing this half of the recording already has come out um, has voice acting in it and has really intense plot obvious movie there right would you go see a Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda movie oh in a heartbeat yeah Absolutely. Um, another one, Metroid, uh, could definitely play off of like an Aliens vibe, uh, Aliens versus Predator type of thing, uh, more of maybe like a survival horror type thing with a dread, uh, introducing a lot of those elements back for Metroid Fusion, uh, and also just like a cool space odyssey. You know, I think we get so riled up in some of the more linear stories with Metroid and especially Samus being stuck on bases, uh, the entire time that like you look at stuff like Metroid prime, right. And you get to explore worlds like environments are fleshed out and such. I think that would be really fun to have for a Metroid movie. I think give me guardians of the galaxy. Give me no, Give me Star Wars. Give me give me the last three Star Wars movies, but make them good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Female lead, but good. Um, I think that would be really fun. Could you imagine Ripley? Like, fully fully done. Like, not a cutscene in Smash Brothers, but like in a movie, bro. That'd be so cool. And seeing Samus, people people seeing Samus like take off her suit, and they're just like, "What?" I feel like that should be a part of the movie. Is everybody thinks that Samus is a guy the entire time, and then they're just like, "What?" Huh? Just like in the first game, but yeah. Um. <laughs> um. I don't know how this would go, but Kirby, right? Why do Kirby doesn't talk a lot, right? No. So I feel like they could just bring the VA, the normal VA, and just record the normal lines, and that would be it. 
Um, it'd be really cool to see Meta Knight, DDD. I feel like this could have very just normal Dreamland, like everybody versus DDD type of deal, or maybe they can make it bigger. Um, Kirby is very much um, a space odyssey, can be uh, planet-bound, um, but with the caveat that it's a giant, uh, giant round pink protagonist instead of lady in armor so mm-hmm. i think that that could be really fun uh waddle d could just be talking the entire time uh translating what kirby's doing that would be funny um yeah meta, meta Knight would be really cool to see um and i guess it, do you think <laughs> do, do you think splatoon should get a movie a tv show <laughs> i they're they're popular. They're their new. They're one of their new mascots. That's true. Uh, I don't know though. I maybe. I I I feel like there's <laughs> other things that probably deserve a bit more limelight. There, like a Pikmin movie. Um, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, no, most definitely Pikmin is a uh, diamond in the rough. I, I don't want to say like you know only only the old deserve movies and that they, that like, you know, Splatoon hasn't done enough to deserve a movie. But like, I don't know if I, if I personally could sit through like an entire movie where it's just, you know, what's the dialogue? We know how they talk. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't sit through a whole thing of that. I don't even, I'm not even able to play the games. That's one of like my biggest holdups. I just don't like the sounds. I think it'd be fun to have like a, a kai, like a big kaiju tentacle movie. That'd be cool. Not for the reasons that you think. Um, huh? But I think, I think that could be fun. I was just thinking I would pay to watch like a Parks and Rec, but it's just Animal Crossing. Oh, that would be so good. They also talk like blah, 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 but still. And then Tom it. Nook is just Ron Swanson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Um, and then there's a lot of potential. Yeah, definitely a lot of potential. They have a lot of IPs. I mean, they made Game and Watch like the literal physical controller and console like into a character. So, um, the possibilities are endless. Um, also questionable tie-in with the Sonic movie. Uh, if Sega wants to do something like that, uh, it it would be interesting to see. Um, but I definitely, I definitely think we have to talk about the potential of this movie because when people think cinematic universe, they think of the team of movie, they think of the climax to the entirety of what they've been watching for however long, uh, they have been watching all of these movies for the super smash brothers movie. There Mm. is a lot not even counting all the characters, right? We get to we get to uh, ultimate. You have all the DLC, right? I don't think Disney would ever give us Sora. Um, that would be a, like a big that would be a big check that Nintendo would have to write out for a movie, especially the VA. Um, we're not gonna get Cloud. I think Sakurai fought enough for Cloud uh, in general. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of other ones are pretty fair game. 
like I think cameos and just using some of their voice clips, like honestly, like Terry, Ken, Ryu, uh, they revoice they recasted Bayonetta. Uh, I don't think Bayonetta would ever be in the movie though. Maybe like as like a cameo character, not like a mainstay. Um, but yeah, no, that what do would you watch a Super Smash Brothers movie? Uh, if, 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 if it was actually like a subspace emissary movie, right? Mm-hmm. Which would, it would have to be, uh, maybe expanded on with like some of the ultimate stuff with the glam or whatever. Sh- I for sure would. Um, I I truly hope that if it becomes this, if this is what our end game is, that we spare no budget, we spare no resources, and then we make a game after it so we can have Super Smash Brothers, the movie, the game. Oh God. Could you imagine Chris every time you select Mario, it's Chris Pratt? I'm Mario. To go. <laughs> I'm Mario. Hi, I'm Mario. Me, yeah. Or you select Bowser. He's like, ah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun. This whole movie was fun. Um, I don't think it took itself too seriously. I think the future of it is very promising. Um, and I, and I hope, I hope the, the future is good. I hope Nintendo knows what they're doing. They definitely have a, I don't want to say a golden ticket, but they, they started off strong. You know, it's Nintendo. They have the resources for things. Um, and they really, they started up strong. A lot of, a lot of, Video game adapted movies can't say the same. They can't even say that they're going to build a cinematic universe out. Um, especially just pretty much adapting source material, not to the T, but like adapting qualities very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Um, I, I'm super, super excited about it. Do you have any closing thoughts on uh, on the movie as a uh-huh. whole? Maybe some predictions that could possibly happen, some anticipation. What what character no? do you want a movie out of that Nintendo has the rights to? A character that Nintendo has the rights to. Well, one comes to mind, but it's not a Nintendo character because it's technically a well, yeah, it's it's technically a Sega character, but like, I did you ever play Billy Hatcher growing up? Oh, I'd love a Billy Hatcher movie. That'd be I, amazing. I, I would love a Billy. I want anything Billy Hatcher. Honestly, Billy Hatcher should have been a Smash. He should have been. He would have been a great character for Smash. He deserves like a remake of his game or a sequel. 
I actually I, do you do you know how fast I would buy uh like a remake of Billy Hatcher if like Toys for Bob went and gave it the Spyro treatment? I Can you imagine how beautiful that would look? So I didn't grow up with Billy Hatcher. It was actually a let's play that I saw that got me so enthused to try and play it that I eventually emulated it. It's such a wonderful, just fun game. Yeah, it, no, completely. Like, I totally you know, I'm not, it's not like there aren't like fun games made nowadays, but that one, that one was made to like, just like test things out. They were just throwing darts at a dartboard and whatever, whatever stuck, uh, it, they just they just took and ran that idea. I also want to uh, piggybacking off of that. Uh, I I watched. I was playing a lot of Katamari Damacy during that mm-hmm. time. So just the egg and rolling on it, I was just like, okay, I feel at home. Yes. Uh, wow that that just you just blew me back to a different time. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, that would that would be actually really great um, to see. Uh, wow! I can't even think of anything else obscure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I think I mean it'd be cool. I don't think I think a lot of people would be like this is an obvious pick, but I really did. I really do love Banjo and Kazooie. Um, I think a movie would be cool, but like, okay, not as like a super like to the T for the video game, right? Mm-hmm. But like Shrek, right? Uh, yeah, Shrek already has movies. No, 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 no. Banjo Kazooie, but oh. like Shrek, but like Shrek. Yeah, Banjo Kazooie, like. Yeah. Now nah, that'd be fun, right? Shrek would be a very different movie if Shrek handled Donkey like Banjo handled Kazooie. Oh, no, 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 Scrabbing Donkey by the neck and slapping him down. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. I watched. I rewatched the entire series the other day. Uh, those are movies, man. Those are movies. Shrek is also dumb. Are we going to do a series? Are we going to Are we gonna review the Shrek movies? Sure. Why not? God, Shrek is While so we're cool. at it, we could review the Shrek 2 video game, which is just a bizarre, <laughs> bizarre retelling? experience. Isn't it just like a retelling of the plot? A little bit, but like there's also like random things that happen in it that like never happened in the movie. Like what? The the beginning of the game, uh, you end up uh going with Little Red Riding Hood and like fighting drunken guys outside of a bar. Uh, you go and visit the three pigs um, farm and have to help like the three blind mice get escorted through areas. Uh, when you end up getting too far, far away, it the whole level has a bunch of different mini games that you have to play. But like between moving between those mini games, it's just GTA. <laughs> That's great. Like you can like beat up patrons and stuff and then you will get stars for a wanted level and get hunted down by knights like it's so bizarre (laughs) i think i remember i think we were watching a youtube video and it got brought up um oh gosh okay um yeah um 
but closing in closing, um, the Mario movie is great. Yeah, in closing, I really like the Mario movie. What was the last thing that we talked about? What was the last movie that we talked about or thing? Crack? No, 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 no. That we reviewed. Oh, that we reviewed. Uh here, give me a second. We have resources. In so long since I saw you. Um, oh, thankfully I'm logged in. Um, Log into Spoofy. Oh, here we go. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ah, yeah, right. We didn't like I that movie. I forcibly forgot that that movie existed. <laughs> we didn't like that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so definitely, uh, we didn't, we didn't, we, the last thing we talked about was the Amalgam Universe. But oh yeah, yeah, much more pleasant. Uh, but Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh my gosh, yeah, definitely not, definitely not something that we liked. But this we liked. Um, so yeah, yeah. And uh, in closing, yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it already. It's been like a month since it's been out. Uh, go see it. It hits streaming services tomorrow. Uh, is it? Does it? Okay, yes. so uh, uh, it, it will be online and viewable and streamable. Uh, it's going to date May, the video now, but on May sixteenth, May sixteenth, you can watch kinda, the movie digitally. We already kind of dated the video, but yeah, whatever. Uh, I forget you guys, uh, except for everybody in Belgium. Um, Shout out to my people in Belgium. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think. This is where we end the show. So if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at our Twitter handles. I am at lying underscore mask. I'm at Vincent Barlow eight. And you can get to both of us at domestic BF pod on Twitter. Shout out to ultimate Maverick X. He actually just posted. I, I have a bunch of Mega Man commissions that I have through him. Uh, oh, he actually sweet. retweeted. He, he, posted one of my commissions and he actually did some additional art and he was just like and everybody was just like wow this is really cool it's really awesome i was just like yeah i'm creative i didn't do it but i have the, i had the imagination for it he did it be amazed um Whoa. but yeah no shout out to ultimate maverick x for our art and um yeah shout out to us for, for still doing this episode. Um, Woo! Yeah. And f- forget all of the reasons that we couldn't do this episode. They suck. Um, yeah. It is the end of the episode. We will talk to you guys later. Stay beautiful, everyone.